bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Thanks very much for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. This is Jordan, and I am the Game Master. This is Jeff, and I'm playing Jer Lan. This is Johnny, and I'm playing Chime. This is Aaron, and I'm playing Sam Baluge. And this is Jeremy, playing Julian Illix. When we last left off, the slippery weasel... I blurred up. Popped out of the bush. <laughs> Pop goes the weasel. Oh, yes. <laughs> Excuse me. And Chime has been recruited to help Sam, of all people. What do you mean, of all people? <laughs> <laughs> Sam doesn't seem to work well with others, except for Shane. He had an entire military career working with others. Yeah. And against others. Yeah, me and Katari did work together. Yeah. I would imagine it was mostly wet work. Like, I thought you were making a sexual innuendo. No. I was, <laughs> I was going to say, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching The Office. Uh, actually, I, I have not thought about what kind of work we did together. Okay. Other than it was work. <laughs> work, work. Fair enough. So, Sam, you're now working with uh, Chime, and you just had a building explode. Like as soon as we left it. Yeah. Almost like we were being targeted or something. No. Who would do that? Jordan pointed at himself. <laughs> Julian and Jer. Jer. We had left the hospital and I guess would probably have made it back to the station. Yeah. By that time. Because I have the rest of my day to work. Yeah, but it, it, a lot of time has passed. It's half over, but I still yeah. have the rest of my day to work. Right. We probably would have made it there with time to do some stuff before I would imagine. they got the call. Mm-hmm. The alert that the slippery weasel was on fire. Yeah. The buildings around the slippery... What was the slippery the, weasel were on fire. The yeah. whole formerly known as... <laughs> so is that where we're mm-hmm. heading? Um, okay. We wanted to, to find out information, whatever we could, about the source of the fire. Right? Yeah. So... And if they've ID'd the, the body. But anyway, Julian would, I guess, on the way back, just say to Jer, Alright, so regardless of what you think should or should not have been said, should or should not be dealt with at the hospital, you know that I'm still investing in this fire. And one of the things I was heading back to the fire station with you for is to find out the fire marshal's report on... What causes the fire? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if it's anything like any of these other fires, I suspect it to be sketchy at best. An elemental? No. I expect it to be some preposterous explanation that makes absolutely no sense for actually what happened in that fire. All right. Let's go find out, shall we? Yep. And as they approach the building, it's like being a government facility... Or the council, <laughs> you would probably be able to get this information more quickly than I could. Well, yeah, 
even though the council has allowed me to investigate, not for the council, but for a private citizen who has contracted me to investigate. But they have allowed it because you know I had to get approval. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Julian's just gonna follow Jerry wherever he goes. Okay. He goes into the yeah. bay. Julian's walking into the bay. Yeah, I'm just gonna go in the way I normally do. If anyone asks, I uh, use it with me. He's looking into something. Just to make sure I understand, you're you're staying at the firehouse, just going about your business, trying to discover what you can about like the source of the no, fire. No, I'm gonna go and talk to the fire marshal. Oh, I see. So you're asking questions and everything yeah. like that. Okay. All right. So you, the fire marshal's office is up on the second floor, which is above the bay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a rather high area. Um, yeah. That's where the sleeping dormitories are. There's a kitchen. There's mm-hmm. a living room type of area. And then there are offices for the chief and the, the marshal, also the, the duty manager. All right, so we're going to go to uh, fire marshal's office. Okay. Knock, knock. Hey. Lynn, good to see you. Good to see you, too. He puts down his pencil. How can I help you? And your friend. Is it the same guy? Yeah, it's the same guy. So, yeah, we met earlier today. That's right. You were outside of the uh, the house from the Nairi fire. Yeah. Yeah, how can I help you guys? I'm inquiring as the, the results of your investigation. Oh, as in far terms as what of started the fire? The accelerant that you uh, were concerned cons- about? Was it considered arson or an accidental cause of the, the fire? Well, we couldn't find any accelerant that would have indicated arson, but our tests were inconclusive because we couldn't find a, a, an actual source of fire. So it seemed like it started in a weird circular pattern and then spread out, but it like it seemed controlled somehow. So no GX-35? No. And you've written this in your official report? That there is no GX-35. That's correct. When you send this report off, could I get a copy of that report? Sure. Easy enough. Any other questions I can help you all with? Uh, You wouldn't happen to have the coroner's report here, would you, to include with your write-up? No, not at this point. Typically, the coroner's report is submitted to the council. It's submitted independently. Yeah, that would make sense. For the council. For the council? No, it wouldn't make sense for the council. For the council. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really have any questions. I was just helping him out. All right. If there's no further questions, um, I guess I'd better finish this up if you don't mind. Uh, Yeah. Um, If you don't mind, I've still got a couple hours of allowed work time left. Um, I'm sure you might be finished at that point. So I'll just hang out here and maybe get that copy from you. Fair enough. As you're wrapping up this conversation, the alarm goes off. Duty calls. I head off to the Bay Area and get my gear. Okay. And I'm going to zip out to Jared's going down. It's like, uh, Jared, mind if I tag along? Sure. Throws a jacket at him. Just stay out of the way. You get a, a Kevlar vest that says writer across the front of the <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you y'all hop, hop into the engine mm-hmm. and take off. 
And when you get there, the fire is, it's going pretty strong. Alcohol burns easily. Yes. And also I rolled a 73 on the explosion. <laughs> so Jeff, hmm. we're going to need to put out the fire. I guess it's the coordination you said? Yeah. And it's, again, three for three. three. Yeah. Um, target number? Target number. It's a bigger fire. It was 12 last time, if I remember. Is it possible that those of us who love this bar can help? (laughs) (laughs) I've only been there twice. It's my favorite bar. (laughs) I appreciate that the cheers effect is fully on. But... <laughs> Sam, Sam, hey, Sam. I can see Sam being normal. I can, I can get into this. <laughs> Actually, I can see Chai being normal before it's Everybody knows you. So, what is the target? The target's 15. 15? Nope. nope. <laughs> one for fail. You are a wonderful fireman, sir. Uh, no. It's a nine. It's a long one. It's, it's nine. nine. <laughs> nope. nope. I'm, I'm the Russian and pull people out guy. I'm not the... Okay. You're a terrible firefighter. See if it... <laughs> you're not much of a firefighter at all. I'm a healer. He's <laughs> too <laughs> deep in <firefighter. laughs> I mean, if it's it because just, it's the coordination and not physique. If he was willing to actually do something. Yes. So the fire seems to be getting worse as you all are struggling to. I'm not the only firefighter. I know you're not, but you're the representative of the firefighters. <laughs> you do see two people who were walking down the street that were injured during the uh, explosion. Um, it looks like they were actually walking away from the bar. Hmm. Oh. That would be Jeremy, the control shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess I see you two walking down the street or stumbling. I would imagine that they're. I'm kind of sitting. They're they're kind of yeah. A little shell shocked. Yeah. You have a cut on your head. I'm assuming. Banged up. Is on my glass. <laughs> <laughs> you just walked out of the bar with a glass in your hand. There's blood in your hair, trying. Since Shade's roll was so low, your disguise flickering at all because of the the wound? No, my disguise is nothing. It's all natural. Okay. Okay, so you're not. It's all makeup and yeah, prosthetics. Depths of prosthetics. I'm I'm wrapped tight. Well, I mean, like facial hair. No. 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 Like you've seen a Mulan, right? Yes. You know how Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, so you see two people that you can actually be competent with. Like, guys, what are you doing? What happened? For the council. You're obviously drunk. Can you heal that? I, I can give him some water. Do we want? Do we need to roll for how drunk we are? Yes. Well, let's see. What would that be? Uh, physique. Oh, coordination. Willpower. Willpower. Okay. Oh, presence. I rolled a five. You're drunk. Was that? You're drunk. Okay. I want to put it under like constitution. Wow. I'm still ten. You're both drunk, but you're more drunk. 
<laughs> you haven't even got to the point of holding my beer yet. Nope. Chime. Just... <laughs> yeah, that's why I was able to hold, hold on to my beer. <laughs> that's impressive. That, that, that's a very high acrobatics roll right there. <laughs> no, so it's, it's uh, Julian is following behind uh-huh. Jer, and does he recognize or remember Sam? I'm sure that Sam was somebody who stuck out in his mind. Yeah. Considering your last meeting. So if you want to go ahead and you were creepy in the dark hallway. It sounds like a a perception roll to me. So go ahead and uh, make that target number seven. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Okay. With like a 20. So you quite fully recognize that joker from the stairway. He's going to say, Sam, right? Mm, Julian. Yes. Are you are you all right? Uh, I have two D plus two in medicine, so if I wanted to do anything, I'm gonna try and help him out. And I know re- regular medicine too, so I I can bandage a wound. Yeah, so I'm gonna do what I can to okay. for medicine. Sure. With a two D plus two. Meditizes. Oh, well, that's awful. I rolled a seven. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> oh. Really? <laughs> I rolled a seven as well. <laughs> so we're so still drunk. If you were going to say that like a wound level that you're at, I would say that you're like at the stunned level. Yeah. Well you said it yourself, you're kinda of shell shocked. Yeah. I'm gonna say that th- that they do enough to help you both recover, so you're you're doing okay. Okay. Still drunk. Oh, yeah. yeah, still drunk. They're not I'm gonna take the, the beer glass out of out of uh, Chime's hand and set it down on the sidewalk and hand him a bottle of water. Say, drink, drink that. No problem. And hand Sam a bottle of water as well. No problem. So they help you out. I'm sure that Julian at least has some questions for yeah. you. Yeah. I was like, so what happened here? We left bar. Bar blew up. It was my favorite bar. It just, it just blew up? We didn't blow it up, if that's what you're asking. Well, I mean, that's not what we were asking. We were asking what happened. Hold on. I mean, this is the second fire in three days that you've been outside of. Speak for yourself. I came here with the fire truck. I was not here until five seconds ago. (laughs) He was with me. Okay. Just wanted to do a quick investigation. Okay. To see if I notice anything out of the sorts around. Oh my gosh! What the heck? 14. Gosh. My investigation levels have been awful with five days. Uh, it seems like there's something going on, but it's just out of... You can't put your finger on what's happened. Like, you know that something seems suspicious, but you don't have any clear idea. Okay. Were there any other pedestrians that we could ask? There are some that are gathering. It seems like there are some people who were knocked down by the blast and they, they seem to be unconscious. I'll go and check them out. Okay. Go ahead and make a, a healing roll. I'm going to do an investigation search for something very specific. Okay. One second. Eleven. Okay. Unfortunately, some of the more difficult cases... You, you're not able to help. You've got to call like 
some people over. Yeah. But um, that's what I would do. Yeah, I get them triaged by professionals. Yeah, but you're a professional. Real healers. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I have my reasons. But there are Reason a couple pansy. There, there are a couple that <laughs> come now. Come now. Play nice, boys. Uh, there are a couple that you are able to assist. Okay. All right, I'm going to look around some of the, I guess, light poles or whatever would be the equivalent there for any of the the city's thermal imaging scanners. Okay. See which one is closest to where the blast originated. Okay. Much better. 20. Okay. We do see one at the far end of the block. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go over there and take note of the number on the back of it. Okay. It says number 432. Would anybody else like to do something? Like, go get more beer? I can't. The bar's gone. Why is the bar gone? Talk to... Why is the bar always gone? <laughs> what time of day is it? Night. Yeah, I can't call Captain Perry right now. No. But you could call her in the morning. Well, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I would head over, back over to where these two were. Okay. And I've already talked to Sam. I'm going to introduce myself and talk to Chun. How you doing? I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. My name is Julian. Chime. Lieutenant Chime. Lieutenant. Military guy. Yeah. I think. You think? Oh, you're that drunk? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't worry about it. What, what, do you, what, what do you need? I was just trying to get your take on what happened here. I mean, we were in the bar drinking, and we toasted the council, and we left the bar, and we got to here, and the bar blew up. Now, if I'm correct, this used to be the Slippery Weasel, right? Yes. So this was a popular spot for... Well, the military. For well, the military. Primarily for, former military. Former military. Recently uh, separated. Hmm. Not the only, but the most common. Interesting. I mean, this would be the second explosion or fire in the past three days that has something to do with the military or those exiting the military. I'm sure you've heard about the fire at the... Don't, don't, don't. Not discuss that. Uh, it's okay. I am approved to invest. No, no, it's not that. For me, do not discuss that. Why not? Do not discuss that. Are you, are you hiding something? No, just cannot handle it. So you were, you were there. You were goodbye, and I start to walk away. And that's, that sounds like the scene. Let's go ahead and jump to Chime's busy day. Chime has a busy day today. And a hangover. Yeah, I bet it's pretty bad too. It probably would not have been as bad if it weren't for the explosion. Right. <laughs> Do you want to go to Captain Perry's office first? Yes. Okay. First thing. Easy enough. You're there. Well, Captain, I don't know if it was another one of those cursed proxies, but I was in a fire again. I was there last night when it happened. 
You're talking about the the fire at the bar, right? Yes. And then this interviewer guy was asking me to be about what happened here, and I just I couldn't handle it. I I left before I had a breakdown on the street. But the important thing is you didn't have a breakdown. Honestly, I think I was too drunk. Okay. Why do you think you were drunk? Because <laughs> I drank too many beers. I would ask me <laughs> what made you think you were drunk? <laughs> I drank a few too many glasses. And I got nothing better to do. I'm going to see my brother later. That's good. Tell me about your brother. He's a jerk. <clears throat> okay. That's a good place to start. Why do you think he's a jerk? Well, when he finally picked up the phone when I called him, mm -hmm. he agreed to meet me for lunch, but then he kept pushing those buttons, making those fire references. You said your brother's a, a fire proxy before, right? Yes, uh, he is definitely a fire proxy. He turned himself into one of those monsters at the age of 16. And he came into the service, and that was the last time I spoke to him. Then yesterday, well, the other day after you dismissed me, I figured what better way to work on my fears than to talk to my brother. And he didn't answer, and didn't answer, didn't answer. Then yesterday I saw him at the park with his kids, I guess. The park by my house, mind you. And then when... He left. I tried to call him again, and he picked up. And that's when he agreed to meet me today. Hmm. So I should probably cancel. Why do you think you should cancel? Because of last night. You're just not at feeling, the bar. You're not feeling good. Well, besides the splitting headache, I just don't know that I can take it emotionally. Dealing with him, fires—it's like somebody's targeting me with these fires, hunting me out. I know it's got to be a really hard corner to be in, thinking that everything is working against you. I mean, don't you think last night might have just been an accident? Well, I doubt it was an accident with the size of explosion it was. Who would want to set a bar on fire? Who knows? Listen, it could have been another one of those fire monsters, but I don't know. I just know it's too close to what happened the other day hmm. for me. I don't know. What do you think, Doc? Should I cancel with my brother? I don't know if you should. Because uh. you don't know. Maybe your brother has changed and <laughs> the language that he used wasn't meant to be offensive or anything. It's just maybe how he thinks of the world. No, it was specifically targeting me. That was obvious. It was very obvious in the way he said it. It wasn't just casual remarks. They were targeted. You should meet him. You'll hate him as much as I do. Well, I can go and be his support for you if that's what you would like. That might work. All right, well then, I, I wouldn't cancel now. I'll go and, and, and be an observer for you, and if you need somebody to step in, I'll be more than glad to help. Thanks, Doc. You're welcome. And break. Phil, 
As you round the corner of the dungeon, you see a pedestal rise up from the ground. On it is a green glowing potion pulsating with its own light. I roll to drink the potion. You don't even need to roll. You pull out the stopper, quaff it quickly, and discover that you're listening to Alzebo Soup, a literary podcast where we become our favorite authors by devouring portions of their brains. Oh, shit. Where's my save versus poison? No, 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 no. This is a good thing. Now you're getting all the knowledge of people who love speculative fiction talking about authors like Kelly Link, Jack Vance, Rudyard Kipling, and of course our favorite, Gene Wolfe. Well, this character's a bust. I should just trouble up this sheet right now. Phil, we're supposed to be promoting the show at alzabosoup.libsen.com. Alright, I'm rolling a dwarf. Or wherever fine podcasts are listened to. <laughs> and we're back. So we're going to go ahead and fast forward at this point to lunchtime with Chime and his brother. Sounds Troller. like a TV show. Lunchtime with Chime. Lunchtime with Chime <laughs> and Troller. <laughs> Today we're trying out this nice little noodle restaurant in Arcourt Rail Central. I like noodles. I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and I order some noodles. It's taller there. Yeah, actually seems to be waiting for you. He's early today. That's unusual. Yeah, he's typically late to this kind of thing. And he's already uh, reserved a, a small booth for you. By himself? Yeah, he's by himself. And he stands up when you come in. Time, it's so good to see you. You too, brother. And he uh, holds out his hand for you to shake it. I'll shake it. You brought somebody? Oh, uh, that's just uh, one of my captains. They're going to sit wherever they are. She smiles. The captain very high and shakes shakes his hand. If you don't mind, I'll just be right over there. And has a seat at the table that you indicated. So how are you doing today, says Troller. Eh, I'm okay. Rough night last night. I don't know if you heard about the uh, the slippery weasel, but oh god, you were there. Yeah, I just left right before it happened. Oh, uh, how about you? What's going on in your life? I mean, we we haven't talked in seven years. Things are going good. I uh, I separated about three years ago. Oh, you got married? N- no, separated from the military. Oh, okay, yeah. three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was your officer? Their separation officer. That's what I'm doing now is a uh, separation. I was uh, Captain Selden. Selden. Okay, yeah, he's a good captain. Yes, I'm, I'm working separations now myself. Really? Yes. Do you like it? Some days. Other days, definitely not. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's work for you, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I heard that you you were trying to get a hold of me all, all the other days. Is everything all right? I mean, except for this accident, of course. Um, well... Y- you know the issues I, I have. I've had them all my life. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get some help for it. It was recommended that I try to face my fears. And I figure what better way than to resolve our differences, if at all possible. What do you mean? I mean, you, you have one of those things in you. Well, yes. And you were always so mean to me when we were growing up. I mean, I know it's partially that was just kids' stuff, but... Mm, yeah, I mean... 
then you chose that thing to be inside of you. Well, I mean, it wasn't easy for me either. You know, it's the eat-or-be-eaten kind of world out there. Sometimes you just need a little extra help to get through. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean by needing extra help. But why something so evil? No, I, I, don't, I don't see it as evil. I mean, it's a choice, you know? And you make the choices that are, are presented to you, right? You, you gotta choose one way or another. I just took advantage of what was in front of me. And yeah, sure, I, I've given me a bit of a short fuse every once in a while. But um, honestly, I'm just trying to be the best guy that I can be. He like actually starts kind of mopping his forehead a little bit and goes, it's hot in here, do you mind? And he starts rolling up his sleeves. <laughs> Time uh, waits for the waitress. You can see that he has a tattoo on his on his upper arm. Jordan is holding up a printout of the tattoo, and it appears to be a fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. Or a fire drake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, are you nervous about something? No, not at all. It's just a little... Sensitive to temperature. I see a little waitress. Can we please get some ice water or some? Mmm, sure. You're a great brother. Thanks. Yeah. Uh-huh. No problem. Make it two, please. Yeah, inside Chime is seriously freaking out. Because this is exactly <laughs> how uh, the other guy started to go before he set everything on fire. So, Toller. Mm-hmm. What are you doing nowadays with your life? I'm a teacher. Oh, what do you teach? No, it's more of a life coach kind of thing. Oh? I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. After I uh, tried to call you for the past couple days, then I saw you at the park by my house. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed your calls. I was away on business. Are those your kids? Yeah, in a fashion. In a fashion? They adopted, or? Mm-hmm. 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 Well, you should have brought them. I would love to have met them. Oh, uh, well, you know, I didn't know you, you were going to bring somebody, so I thought that it would be best that, you know, we, I brought them next time. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Is that ice water here yet? Yep, it's here. <laughs> Is that helping you cool you down a little bit? It's great, thank you. Yeah, Aelin, she's been with me now for a few months, and she's a, she's a really good kid. Really smart, very sharp. Gets the lessons down really well. Yeah? Yeah. And Abel, before he came here, he came to me for education. He was top of his class. He's, he's only been here for a little while, but uh, I think he's going to do just fine. So you're a life coach, but you're teaching little kids? Mm, yeah. My parents pass them on to me. I can write up reports for them and make sure that they have the, uh, the information that they, they need and also that the kids get the education that they deserve to make them the best that they could be. 
they must come from uh, some more privileged families then. Some do. Some do. Others, uh, well, England's a little bit more of a scholarship case. Ah, well, I wish you luck on your endeavors then. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah, would, would you like to come by at some time and meet me? Absolutely. Them? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we don't live too far away from here, so. Great. Uh, well, definitely, I'll definitely come by sometime soon. Is he still sweating? No, he's not sweating okay. anymore. Good. So, I hope you don't mind, but I already ordered the, uh, the noodles. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, extra red pepper. You sure you want that? I mean, you already said it's a little bit warm in here. Inside's different than the outside. Okay. I guess that's it for this scene. <laughs> okay. We don't know about the fire drinks. <laughs> no. Nope. I was trying to remember if we had heard no. that term. We know we about the not. fire drinks. Yeah. No, we do not know about fire drinks. We... Not by that term. No. Julian. Yes. So it's the next day after you followed the fire department yeah. around. So he's got some reports to read. Yeah. He's going to read the fire marshal's report. Okay. And what stands out from the report? He says that the, the fire is abnormal because it doesn't have any known incendiary that started the fire. And it also that there wasn't any man-made propellants, but it seems like there was a, a great deal of salt that was found in the room uh, of the fire. Which is consistent with what he was told verbally, so. Yeah. He's next gonna go and I mean, see if you can look up the thermal image scans for one for outside of the slippery weasel. Okay. And then also for if there was one outside of um, Neary's okay. house to compare with what he already has on the other fires. So this thermal scan, are you looking for like people or are you looking for like the temperature of the fire or? Looking for a timestamp before the fires. Because what he, the information he had on the other fires was a specific heat and signature that happened moments before those fires went off. Okay. Um, and they were similar in three of the four cases that he was looking at before. Okay. So he's going to just follow that lead since he's already had that in the other cases he's investigating. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation roll for that. Right. Investigation. Not bad. Two. If he was Jeff, then yes. <laughs> 24. Okay, yeah, that's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> so you do find that outside of the fire that happened at the Neary residence, that yes, there is a fire, there is a signature there. Okay, that matches or mm -hmm. comes pretty close to... Yeah, but the, the thing that's really weird about it is that it only is like there for a second. It doesn't linger. And it kind of streaks. Okay. Uh, he's going to get printouts of that just to keep on file. Okay. But it doesn't seem to have, for the second one in it, there, is, there isn't any. Doesn't seem to be one. No. Well, none of the other evidence matches anyway, so he just wanted to double check. Yep. Since he's here, and from his conversation with Gaspard, has kind of made a connection with 
his current investigation and his life investigation mm -hmm. um, is going to see if he can look at the backlogs of thermal imaging, how far they go back, and see if there are any of his apartment six months ago, specifically on the night that Aileen was taken. Okay. Go ahead and make that roll. Another investigation yeah. roll. Oh, yeah. 27. There was two distinct signatures. One that came into your apartment, and it joined one that was already there. And the one that already was there, the second signature, matches the ones that you've been looking at. So the one that matches was the one that was already there. Correct. He's going to go back six months before. Okay. So a full year ago and look at the thermal scans. Okay. 25. Matches, but it's much less powerful. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to print all that out. Okay. Oh my goodness. Here's another investigation to do, but this is going to take some, a whole lot more doing. Okay. So he's not going to do it right now. He's just going to hold on to it. He wants to see if he can find the coroner's report. Okay. Um, I guess that would be filed at the, well, a copy of that will probably be at the police station with the thermal mm -hmm. scans. So yeah. he's, he's there. Uh, another investigation roll. Okay. And I'm assuming we're playing it as Julian spends a lot of time at the police station. Yeah, he's got, he, so he's, he's got people. He brings coffee on a regular basis. Yeah. Oh, not as good. 15. Just enough. Okay. Uh, so you do get a copy of that report. What does it say? It says that the person died of natural causes. Old age. Fingerprints match the way that their fingerprints are. It shows indications of, of old age, like with, uh, with wear and tear. And then for their feet, it matches that of a person in their mid-30s. So he says verbally, as he's reading this report... So, uh, this is telling me what? And he's not saying that. He's just, this doesn't explain anything. This says the coroner doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's a weird one. Uh, an assistant says from behind. We, yeah, we were all looking at the results and like we matched it up. It's actually getting sent out for further analysis. Uh, can I have a copy? Of this? Yes. Sure. That'll cost you coffee. Sure. <laughs> All right, and one last thing he's gonna do immediately is find a newsstand and find the news article about the fire at Neary's house. Okay. Let's see what the news article has to say. It says that uh, fire was started in upscale neighborhood in the house at the time of the fire was the owner of the house and one other individual. Police are looking into foul play uh, but they do not know if the fire was started intentionally at this point. That's all he's got at the moment. Okay. All right. We've got about a few more minutes. Does anybody else have a scene that they would like to do? Yeah, Sam's going to go over to uh, Gaspar's okay. hospital okay. room. So go to the hospital. Okay. Up to the seventh floor. All right. And knock on the door. And go ahead and enter. All right. He seems to, to be drifting in and out of sleep. Like morning, right? Yeah. Okay. But he's been he's 
He's old and old. He's been through a lot. Was up late last night dealing yeah. with. Excuse me. Hmm. Do you do you have a few minutes to talk? He kind of rouses himself. I don't have much else to do. Good. My name is Sam. Sam Faluge. Mm-hmm. When I say that I'm going to see, going to be um, perceptive, is that going to be a search or an investigation? If I'm wanting to watch for a reaction or just straight perception. That would be straight perception in my book. Okay. Going to watch for a reaction. Okay. Does he uh, react to my name? Not really. He seems to be having a hard time staying awake. So he nods like just out of politeness, but he doesn't seem to put any special <clears throat> weight behind your name. I was here yesterday with Katari. He's good people. So she has asked for my help with what you guys are looking for. Mm-hmm. As part of that, I need a list. I need five names off of that list. Which names? Any five names. Excluding myself. Well, why do you need them? Because I need to know who's on that list to know who else has that list. He seemed confused. I don't, I don't follow. We're going to track it backwards. Try to find people that are being contacted. Find out who's contacting them. Because if they're contacting them, then they have the list. Oh. Go ahead and, and make a persuasion roll. Ooh. Ooh. 1D. I don't have to persuade people much. I con them into stuff. Because the first guy I've had to persuade oh! oh! Well, failed that persuade. Yeah, with a 1 on my 1D. Oh, no, no, no. Plus 2. <laughs> so yeah, I got 2. two. See, uh, see, pluses, Jeff. Pluses. Yeah, yeah. You didn't <laughs> roll a 0. Yeah, it doesn't. Actually, sense. we're going to spend two character points. Okay. You two, Wendy. Adding to two. Seven. So nine. nine. Okay, that's enough. Okay. I, he, I mean, they're, they're helping. I'm helping them. Yeah, and he also so, had a very low target number of five. The dude's half asleep. I could <laughs> ask him for $100 right now, and he'd probably give it to me. Not dollars, marks. Marks. Because he's also a little drugged. So. I get a list of five names from him. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right. And with that, I think we're going to go ahead and put a pin in this particular episode. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.